Fatima woke early that morning, but she didn't mind watching the sunrise shine over TARDIS. She'd never regretted moving to Cabri. Latima dressed quickly, not forgetting her headscarf or her talisman, which she'd gotten from the Temple Paramount herself. It was one of her more prized possessions. She ran her fingers along each of the six colored symbols, whispering a prayer to each. Ismal, may my flowers grow. Lady Mira, may my health be good. Talreen, may I be brave. Gladine, may I be beautiful. Otto, may the heavens be clear. And Lord Vita, may you wait another day. Latima put her talisman on and left her one-room apartment, satchel in hand and ambled through the city streets towards her flower shop. Along the way, she gathered herself a breakfast euro and passed some children reenacting the Battle of Lone Tree. For months now, it was all the rage to gossip about it if you were an adult, and to play it out and fantasize about the heroics if you were a child. Latima smiled at one boy who threw himself between two others, while a girl stood behind them all making magical gestures with her hands. Latima opened her flower shop, which was built into Tardis's outer wall. She freshened up the water in her flowers, running her hands through the roses and lilies, all the while wondering how much of the story about the secondary heroes was true. Most of it is, a voice said from behind her. She jumped and turned to see an older halfling man looking up at her. Come again, she said. You were wondering if the stories about the secondary heroes were true. Interestingly enough, they are, for the most part at least. The halfling stared at her while admiring Latima's flowers. How do you... are you a wizard? she asked. No, I'm just your Nayworth, treasure hunter and seeker of interesting things. Oh, Latima said. She wasn't sure how to continue this conversation, especially if this halfling could read minds. Luckily, this Jor Nayworth continued it for her. You are an interesting girl, Latima. She hadn't told him her name. You know what isn't interesting? No, she replied. A massacre. And just like that, Jor Nayworth began pulling objects out of his bag. A long knife, a business card, a map, and a telescope. Listen to me, Latima. I don't usually like putting my hand on the scale. It's not very interesting to know what the outcome might be. But I am not interested in what comes next. They will come for TARDIS today. Latima sucked in a breath. She knew who they were. They were Caspin. And the stories about Caspin lately were not so good. Take these things I give you, Jor said hurriedly. Gather as many people as you can. Convince them to flee. Then take them north. Find Sir Duncan and Etney. Give them my card. They'll, they'll, they'll know what to do. Save who you can. Then he started to leave, closing his bag and taking a purple rose, almost as if it was payment for what he'd given her. Latima didn't know what to believe. So she simply took all of the things that Jor had left on her counter and put them in her own satchel for now. She tried to ignore his warning all the rest of the day. For a couple hours, she pushed it from her mind and simply went about her day, making bouquets for the customers who came in, smiling at her regulars and familiar people who crossed the street. But the fact that he had known her name and seemed to be able to read her thoughts nagged at her. So around lunchtime, she gathered her satchel and snuck up to the top of the city walls. 
Maybe she could see the approaching army, or the emptiness that she thought might be there. Maybe from the top of the wall she could see that the empty space and put her mind at ease. And checking his claim couldn't hurt. When she reached the top and looked out, she saw nothing. Relieved, she almost turned away when she caught a glint of orange. Was that a banner? Latima scrambled through her satchel for the telescope and peered through it with shaking hands, not wanting that halfling to be right. But she did see an orange banner, marked by a silver crown with broken chains, held aloft by skeletal hands. Latima whispered a prayer under her breath. There were thousands, thousands of Caspian soldiers marching silently as if muffled by some spell. Caspian and its army of living and dead had come to TARDIS. Latima gripped her talisman, hoping that Jor Nayworth wasn't wrong about her.